Hey, y'all. I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids. Hunters, this is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite brands from Australia. My two favorite podcasts is Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered. Hey there everyone and welcome to episode 134 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered uh, podcast. We're talking all things Sydney tonight, all things Sydney, which includes... I did have to start with that, you know. (laughs) The Zimmer back in the 80s with Don't Go to Sydney when the rivalry between Melbourne and Sydney was real. Remember that time, Rossi? Well, I don't actually because I think, as I've said to you before, um, what I love about Brisbane is that it's number three and it knows it. <laughs> I'm glad I'm out of this. Melbourne's number, Mel, Melbourne's number two, but it does think it's number one. Yeah. But then again, like, just, just we don't worry about lips, it. But it's a faceless concrete jungle. It's a city without a heart. Just, I know. I, I just know. had to share it. I just had it's, to share it. Like I've mentioned before, it's a David Williamson story of Emerald City that everyone who comes here and doesn't work out, they blame us for it. You know? <laughs> Um, please welcome to the show. We've got our co-hosts, uh, Braggy in Adelaide. We've got Rossi in Sydney. And sitting next to Rossi is one of the reasons why Sydney's starting to bubble back up as the <laughs> music capital of Australia. We've got Angus from Pocket Watch Show. Welcome, everyone. How are we all? Good, mate. Good, good fellas. Right. Really good. Excellent. Excellent. Curly. Yeah. So, Braggy, I'm going to start with you, mate. The the yeah. West Indies resurgence in cricket, is it short-term real or, or are we seeing the decline of the mighty Australian team? We're not seeing the decline of the mighty Australian team, that's for sure. Um, the West Indies resurgence depends on if the ICC give them some money because they don't get to play many tests. And when they do, they're usually, you know, places where there's no taking, so... Yeah, they need to play more tests against Australia. Need to play three tests at least. They used to play five. Mm. So you go, Rossi. What are you going to say? Oh, look, I saw them play five in 75, 76 when they came out here and they had that fantastic West Indian side. It was incredible. But how good was the bowling performance from young Joseph? I love that. I love that. Yeah, like as someone who loves cricket, yeah, I want cricket Mm. to look good. I want cricket to be good. I want to see competitive games. I love a test match. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and he was sensational. 
I, I yeah. thought he was fantastic too. Some I, of those, I, I was some almost cheering for them, you know. Yeah, Play, unplayable. He's been, two years? he's been playing for two years? Yeah, he came from the backwoods, like, you know, somewhere. Mm. And, and, and uh, yeah, and only played park cricket for a while. And then they, he's just they found him. And... I mean, he's just so happy to play. Like, that just reminded me of the old West Indian team. And I, I don't know if you saw the coverage, but a couple of the old guys, Carl Hooper and, and Brian Lawa, they were in tears because yeah. it's been so long for them that they won. I could not believe that young man's humility. I thought, yeah, he was yeah. just, yeah, like mm. he was like he was almost shocked that he'd done so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love there that. was a great photo um, on the interwebs uh, 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 the next day of Pat having a beer with one of the guys, yeah, um, with him, I think, in the thing, and Pat saying, don't actually tell anyone, but I was, I thought that was really good. I really enjoyed watching him bowl. But don't Australian, Australian guys have got him on the beers trying to drag him down to their level. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, yeah. that's the old but, school. Um, he was almost unplayable on a couple of those balls. Oh, the amount of, the amount of clean bowls were just unbelievable, Braggy. Yep. And, Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Steve Smith almost got us through, but um, when we're relying on Joshy Hazelwood to be his partner, I think we're in trouble. So. The ball that got Hazelwood was a ripper, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was so yeah, good. Was. He had yeah. no idea where it went. That's right. So he's never got the idea, Hazelwood. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other the other piece of news we need to talk about, Rossi, you've got a bad back. It's played up on you. Yeah. News of lug and amps. Injured myself on the weekend. I'll put it down to carrying Angus. <laughs> no, it was actually Pilates. It was, it was Pilates. Pilates. Yeah. definitely Pilates. It was an exercise injury. Would you believe? Yeah, no, um, people find it hard to believe that I go to Pilates, but I've been dragged there kicking and screaming, and I'll tell you, it's made a difference to my life. Yeah, yeah. A, a yeah. negative one. Until negative now, uh, until now, <laughs> yeah. it was. It wasn't their fault. It was my fault. I was on. I was using what they call a reformer machine. Mm. Right. So oh. marathon runner injury, Pilates injury, beer and good times. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm okay. Uh, so, yeah, so Rossi, we hope you're not out of action for too long anyway, mate. Yeah. So um, mm. the other interesting thing that's happened just in the last day or so is the Universal Music Group has pulled their song catalogue from TikTok. Why have they so, done yeah. that, Billy? What What's the go? Just um, the contract was due. Um, right. Obviously, they signed a contract. It was due. And TikTok were providing, in the words of Universal, a particularly bad deal for their artists in okay. terms of song royalties. Yeah. And so Universal, which includes Taylor Swift, I believe, is yeah. um, now pulled their song catalogue from TikTok. Oh, she's gonna she's gonna have to go back to white bread. Oh, yeah. I'm amazed they haven't put it from Spotify. Yeah, yeah. well, it's well, it's going to be interesting to see who has the power and how long these sorts of mm. um, disputes, disagreements, or disputes happen because we've been talking about the lack of money in streaming now for quite mm. some period of time. Mm. So T TikTok's made a lot of money. Yes. And off the back of creators doing some providing their work for free. So, mm. yeah, like, yeah, there's got to be some money coming back the other way because 
it's the same with Spotify. Yeah, like there is no money in it for anyone. Although, yeah, like I did log into the Spotify account for a young rock rock band that I shall that shall remain nameless, and there's actually money in there for them, which surprised me. TikTok is free. TikTok is free. So yeah, that's you know, they're not they don't make money from that, I guess. But you're right, and there's ads on there. So. And TikTok has a creator fund for people that do videos and whatnot, and people can earn money through TikTok. Influencers. Mm. Yeah, influencers and whatnot. Yeah. And that's all driven by users and views. So, I I think the view is is that if if you're getting something for free, you're the product. Isn't that the case? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Exactly the case. You yeah. are the product. So whether it's yeah. your privacy, your data, um, your habits online, that, that's, that's all right. being so, sold. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So let's um, move on. To well, isn't that cheery? Bit, isn't that yeah, cheery? Let's cheery move start. on to something a bit Don't more lie. positive. Um, red carpet at Golden Guitars was uh, interesting. Chloe Styler was on the red carpet and Woo-hoo. interviewed on the red carpet. Laura Frank was interviewed on the red carpet and Sammy Palinkas, she's professional. She was the last uh, one of our little cohort of people going through. So well done to the three ladies. Did they mention us, Curly? I think that should be a condition of coming on the show in the future. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a big so, shout out to the boys at Unfiltered and Undiscovered. <laughs> one, of, one, of, one of the finalists in the song of the year is our really good mate Mel Dyer as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Melanie she, Dyer. Did she win Female Artist of the Year? I oh, think no, she, she was a nominee. Have. She was a nominee. It was yeah, Mel. Yeah, I'm not sure. So. But, like, she's a sweetheart. Like, yeah. Uh, she's a... We'll have the big we'll have big stew on in the coming weeks to talk about the the awards and who are the big shakers and movers. Laura Frank didn't win her two People's Choice Awards that she was up, but fantastic to be nominated. And well done to Laura, of course. Now the other thing I just want to mention is that usually we are pretty ordinary on social media. So you may have noticed on Monday this week there was a did you know? thing come out on the unfiltered undiscovered platform and then on wednesday there was uh this week in music so i saw that um yeah so if you like that there may Mm. be something on a tuesday as well and there might be something on a thursday so so, just just to start lifting the social media game i liked it and this was this week in music was the beatles last gig on the rooftop yesterday yesterday buddy holly's and buddy holly died a couple of days from now yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so hopefully we can keep current. So let's talk about Sydney. And, of course, we got Angus from Pocket Watch. So, yes. Raggy, did you want to kick this off? You said you had a really big Sydney scene question. Well, I, it's part of the quiz. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Oh no, 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 no. I can, I can do the first part of the quiz with the Sydney scene question. We It would probably generate some uh, talk, I would think. Okay. Rossi, it's, shall we do it? You want right. to do that? It's five not? things. Now, Curly, you have to play in this as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but but the deal is that these two here, they get one point for a right answer. You get three. <laughs> because you're from Brisbane. That's okay? fair. That's fair. So the, the question that I had, and we can just make this the first one of the thing. There's, there's other questions, yeah. but we'll do this one for now, was I'm going to give you some addresses and you yeah. need to tell me the venues 
that, <laughs> that, that, are, that are either still there or not yeah. there. Okay. okay. That'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, you okay. ready, Angus? Angus, I had this one especially because I thought you might be able to beat your dad and this baby. I don't know. <laughs> we'll be like dive driving down the road and he'll see like a thing and be like, that used to be a... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. It's a holy moly F- now. <laughs> 56 Ebley Street, Bondi Junction. Uh, okay, that's the first one. It's five. You ready for yep, the next yeah. one? 253 Coogee Bay Road, Coogee. Oh, yes. I've got one, I think. <laughs> yeah, you ready? Yeah. Number, number three, two City Road, Chippendale. Oh, uh, yeah. Angus knows Angus, that one. Angus knows one. Uh, <laughs> I was there the other day. Uh, yeah. Just got curly that one. Yeah, okay. I made it up. 42 King Street, Newtown. 42. Um, well, it's, it's hard because if I say it, then. <laughs> you can't say it. You know... um, if, you, if you know it, that's a point to you, not your dad. You're in this quiz too. And one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last one is is one Driver Avenue, Moore Park. Should we do the answers to that now and then we can... Let's have a go. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Okay, the first one, 56 Ebley Street, Bondi Junction, was Bondi Lifesavers, which I'm sure is not... Also known as the wife swapper. The wife swapper. (laughs) That's what it was called, the wife swapper. (laughs) Was it? (laughs) For obvious reasons. And Angus can verify that it's on the list, isn't it, Gus? It says it says it right there. It says it right there. And and is that gone now, or is that still there? Yeah, it's gone. gone. Lifesavers. Okay, next one. Two fifty three. Coogee Bay Road. Coogee is Selena's. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, three points! He's up, he's in front, he's in front. He's in front. <laughs> well done. That's still there, boys. It is, yeah. it is. It is. Excellent. Right. Two City Road, Chippendale. Angus. I thought it was the... No, no, it can't be that. I was going to say Chippo Hotel, but that's... No, just no. Just hold that. It's, it's the Lansdowne. Put the Lansdowne. The Lansdowne. Oh, Lansdowne. Lands down. That's still there, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Angus still... was there the other night. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So three, 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 three. Forty-two <laughs> King Street, Newtown is the vanguard. Ah, ah. it's the other end. I wasn't sure. Was yeah, sure. yeah. No one got that one. No, no. Well, we were actually at the vanguard the other night too, weren't we, guys? Yes. We were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still uh, a band called Tiger, but that's a whole other story. And uh, the last one, One Driver Avenue, Moore Park is the Horden Pavilion. Pavilion. Horden uh, Pavilion. So also known as the Pavlova. 4 3. Is that right? Yeah, 4, four three. 3. You got yeah, it. I got Selena's. So let's talk about Sydney. So um, we sort of talked about this last week. So, Angus, who has the crown if it's not Sydney as the capital music of uh, capital of music here in Australia? Um, capital of music is quite a hard thing um honestly i think you hear a lot of um 
Melbourne and stuff, and you and you hear a bit of Perth as well, actually. Yeah. Like when people yeah, go on Perth's tour, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of where they hit. I've seen, but um, I've never honestly, I, I haven't uh, explored it as much as I've explored Sydney. Um, okay. Well, we will. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and more. And, and and I guess it's it's interesting to me because I've always considered, you know, that Sydney was almost like the central point of music here in Australia. There were so many Brisbane bands that, you know, ups and downs, voodoo lust, um, you know, um, that were so focused that they had to go to Sydney to make it. And then, of course, we had bands like the Zimmerman who were saying you don't have to go to Sydney to make it. But it seemed that, that Sydney was like this honey point. So, Rossi, why why do you think that Sydney? Why do you feel that Sydney almost almost has lost the mantle and is reclaiming it? Well, look, it's a number of things. Yeah, you know, like the legislation around things like. Um, Fire eggs, poker machines, poker machines killed killed off a lot of venues. Fire eggs made it easy for them to kill it off because they they put they had a lot of um you know those sort of regulations built in around like compliance regulations built in. So venues went it cost us fifty thousand dollars to do that. I could fill the room with poker machines. If we fill the room with poker machines, we don't have all these people coming in, but our our takes a lot higher. So they've gone down that route. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a moral dilemma. Plus, I think you'll find that Australia has more poker machines anywhere outside of Las Vegas in the world. Yep. Wow. That's true. Yeah. And Sydney yeah. has got more poker machines than anywhere else in the country, I think. As so as less well. places to play, <clears throat> the vibe's not there. There's you, You've potentially got a lot of bands playing in garages and doing their home recordings, but they're not getting out mm. there and making a scene but, per se. People have fallen off the twig of getting into the habit of going and seeing live acts, you know. Like, yeah, like I, I know with, um, say, Craig Barman's I-94 group, there's probably, yeah, 250 people who are activated there who are going to a lot of shows. Yeah. And there's a, probably a few other. Like, the, the internet's part of it. Yeah, the tribalism that's come with the internet is that people have really hyper-focused on the things they're interested in. Yeah. I think. Mm. Yeah. like, um, And they're not willing to go out and just say, oh, look, look, I don't know who these guys are, but it's live music. I'm going to go and check it out. Well, the venues don't have that continuity that they once had. Like, for example, you had the Lansdowne, or no, say you had the, yep. the Hopeton on a Sunday afternoon and people would just go down the Hopetown and someone would be on, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Or Yannandale, for example, was another one on a Sunday afternoon. Or a Saturday night, you'd, just, you'd take, you'd have your local bar and if there was nothing else you wanted to go and see, you'd have one of your local pubs you'd just go to. And there'd you know? be a band on. It'd be, yeah. Like, mm. like I used to go to the Bexley North a lot, which is a pub, you know, just up the road here. And yeah. Yeah, and there I saw anyone from Midnight Oil or The Cure wow. to, wow. you know, Lipstick Killers or, you know, Cold Chisel or Swanee or The Sunny Boys or everything in between, yeah? Yeah. And, and the, whole, the whole thing about poker machines is that the pubs can't make any money. It's got to be a fallacy because they don't have them in Perth. And Angus just said, like, Perth, heaps of bands come out of Perth. Everyone talks about how good it is. No poker mm. machines there except in casinos, casinos and places like right. that. Which is where they should be. Um, we've seen, yeah. So there seems to be a lot more of those 
small rooms. Like a friend of mine works for the live music office, a guy called John Wardle, and he's done really significant hard work over the last 10 years about mm. changing the licensing laws around small bars in Sydney, right? Yeah. Mm. So, so that legislation directly led to things like the mosh pit opening. Like mm -hmm. that's straight off the back of John's work. The mosh pit, there was the highway, highway bar, um, up, up and down King Street, there's probably about eight or nine pubs that hold have venues, but three, four, five of those are as a direct result of that mm. live music office, state government in, investing money in trying to activate that part of it. And John mm. has done incredible work with that. Now, the change of state government, we've got a um, a couple of ministers for the arts who are really interested in it. Federally, we've got a minister for the arts who I know is mm -hmm. really interested in music as well. Tony Burke, yeah, I've seen him. On, oh, yeah. I've actually I've caught the same train as him, and he's carrying a guitar. He'll catch the train to here because this is his okay. local area to, to the airport, carrying a guitar, jump on the plane to, to Canberra. Mm. So, like he's he's interested in music, and I yeah I see him at gigs, much the same as of yeah. There's a photo of me, Mick Majew, and Michael Charles from Mick's band doing a show at the Factory Theatre, and the current Prime Minister was in the dressing room behind us. Yeah, I'll so those, a fan of music, yeah. Those guys are really involved. Whereas we've got a guy, Darcy, Darcy, um, Darcy Byrne, who is kind of an inner West mayor who's now in the state government, who's, yeah, I'm not sure, how, like, he, he talks a good game, but I haven't seen much action out of it. But he's yeah. really keen on, like, they've turned Enmore Road into what they call an entertainment precinct. So if someone complains about a venue, they're, like, going, unlucky. Mm. It was, yeah, they're changing those laws, and there's been some yeah. there's been some um, legislation changes that's come in the last week. Where, yeah, someone can complain about a venue, and then someone would come in and say, "Well, let's have a listen to the noise. Oh, it's a problem. We're going to have to shut them down." But so the other the venue, yeah. So even though the venue was there first, yes, and the high rise tower block came later, yeah, that's the, a, the that's venues a dumb, have always yeah. been dumb, isn't but it? But they but they're changing. They're rolling that back. Excellent. Yeah. They're re they're actually making it proactive and more in the hands of mate do you know why you got your property so cheap because it's near this hotel yeah which, yeah which stands the sure. reason for all of us right so yeah. so more places to play more young bands getting out there so um out of the sydney scene at the moment is it because i did hear a whisper and this is me playing devil's advocate yeah. there's a couple of dinosaurs on the sydney scene rossi I've heard a whisper about. Mm. So it it who, what's creating the scene? Is it the young band starting to bumble up like Pocket Watch or is it the dinosaurs that keep refreshing themselves at um at venues or is it a mix? Young bands. Huh? <laughs> young bands. I think it's I honestly it's be, it has to be. It's because naturally, but I don't really think there's a scene at all. Because the scene I think there has to be something in my opinion, something new and interesting happening. And I don't think anyone's necessarily innovating. I think we're okay. taking a lot from older bands, but there's no real innovation uh, I'm seeing, like a, or a collective sound. Because if you think of like the New York scene mm. or like CBGBs, you think of like a sound and some people are doing something that no one's done. So I'm not saying that young people are doing anything new, but they're definitely the only reason it's, in my opinion, well, that, that would be kind the, of the big, crazy, the, the big difference I would think would be from nowadays to the days that Rossi's just talking about is that 
the bands that were playing in those days, they were they were in the pop charts as well. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three guitar-based bands now, are, are this, they're not they can't be seen anywhere in the in the main mm. pop chart. So there's a massive yeah. population of people Angus's age who they haven't got a clue about mm. uh, guitar mm. guitar drums and bass bands. Hip hop and R and B. Hip hop and R and B. My daughter, she loves all that sort of stuff. She, I, luckily, because of me, she gets all the other stuff as well. We well, listen to a hottest one hundred on the weekend. I don't know any of it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I felt like an old it? man. I, I think it's coming back. I think I think there's a there's a decent amount of guitar at least in in mainstream yeah. music. Um, but I guess not not rock. But I think it's because no one's doing anything interesting. Particularly, I'm finding I've listened to a lot of younger bands just in general that are doing that are on these bigger stages uh, internationally, and I'm not really blown away. I'll blown away mm. by most of them. So I think that's probably why. That's no one's trying point, to do anything new. It is a good point. Yeah. I uh, like we we to get we get to see a fair few young bands. Or like yeah, Gus sees a lot more than I do, luckily, because I'd, I'd be poking my eye out with a stick if I had to sit through so many of them. But, yeah. um, but, but, <laughs> but, but the, the old when I think I've explained to you before that when I first started touring, the old guys would like clip us over the ear and say, "This is how you do it." Yeah, and now they're having to invent it all from for themselves from the ground up. Mm. Yeah, and and there's some good things about their collaborative their collaborative mean like yeah. Most bands seem to be supportive of each other generally, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Like they're in a fr- way. In a way. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of competition back in the old day, but Rossi wasn't there between, oh, you know, oh, and Angus was good. talking about the Sydney sound. I, I, I think the Sydney sound has always been a diverse sort of a sound. So even in the time when the Lime Spiders were, you know, at their peak, you know, mid to late 80s playing around, You've still got the jingle jangle guitar sound coming out of bands like the Sunny Boys and Ups and Downs, the and stems. you know you've got the Stems coming through, and then you've got something like Voodoo Lust that's almost like a contrast, and Eastern Dark are in there, and you know it's it's like a a melting pot of all these guitar bands. A lot of power pop in that sort yeah. of stuff too, right? Uh, yeah, you do, yeah. <clears throat> Nowadays in Sydney, there seems to be a lot of that sort of very almost surf influenced sort of like singer songwriter sort of yeah, lots of up and down strokes. Um, <laughs> well, I guess that's also a cheap a cheap they're cheap for the pubs to employ because this one guy with an acoustic yeah. guitar. Yeah, well, I think it's part of it too. Like uh, mm. that, a lot of these bands are playing for like a hundred bucks in a show or one hundred and fifty bucks a show. Yeah, wow. yeah, and. It's not sustainable to make a living out of it for anyone. Yeah. No. But the rooms can only the rooms can only afford to pay that because they're only small rooms at the moment. Yeah, but that yeah. would have been the way that everyone started out, even back in the eighties. It's just that there was a stepping stone to keep going. So there was the next level. Money. Yeah, there was the next level. There was the next level. I'm not. I'm finding there's not as many mid-sized venues. It's kind of just big. And then there's like the smaller ones. Uh, no like little the, step between the between the bolo and the and the next and and the and the end or, or yeah mm. exactly yeah or the end yeah okay yeah so it's mosh pit mosh pit to bolo bolo to yeah. I don't know yeah. yeah okay yeah there's really nothing so who would be 
who would be in both your opinions? I don't know. The answer is going to be Pocket Watch. No, but who, who would be? Who's the best band of that type that we're talking about? Like a guitar based. So a who's rock, leading rock the band. charge? Who's the best rock band? Yeah, who's leading yeah. the charge outside of Pocket Watch? Yeah, I like. Well, we we both love okay. Star Crazy. Yeah, right. Star Crazy, which is um, yeah, they they we we love them dearly. They're they're a little bit older. They are like mid to late twenties. Yeah, but you know, bit of glam rock in them. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, actually, uh, actually the 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 previous lineup of a band of that had Blake Catteris in them. In it. Oh, truly. Uh, yeah, Blake okay. was in a band with the singer and the guitarist, Marcus and Odin, when they were kids called Kevin. Yeah. And we love them. And go. Are yeah. they are they they're selling stuff? Are they they make the you know what are they yeah, they're putting out records? They're putting out records. Putting out some not, records? They're not making a lot of money yet. Yeah. Right. Eh? They yeah, got, but they've yeah. got decent songs though. I think that's that's all you can do anymore. Like as I was saying before, like there's not much innovation to be made, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because you can just have good songs and that. A good song will always win through. Yeah, that's the only, you know, but I think uh, you don't see many people thinking about the songs and Star Crazy do, and they're, mm. and they're quite great. We see, we see a lot of young bands who are like, you know, you know hardcore shirts off beer drinking. Yeah. Mm. But Which has like, its place. It does have its place, and there was a lot of that. Like, I've done a lot of that. Oh, I've, I've seen a lot of those sort of bands over the years. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I do think, yeah, I, yeah, I think longevity is songwriting. You know, you need. To yeah, write. I agree. Yeah, you've got to work on your craft and start working on it because it's not easy to write a good song, as we all know. No. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. Think it's almost seen as like uncool to like sing and do melodies and write good songs. Uh, yeah. So it's better for us because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I think that's part of it too. Yeah. Rossi, <laughs> did I see that the psycho, the cosmic psychos played recently? They played in Sydney, um, myself and Angus and Shona and Barman and we all went and we saw them, the psychos playing at, uh, the Metro Theatre with a band from America called Zeke. Yeah. And Zeke played maybe Very 45 cool. one-minute songs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're playing really fast, short songs. Angus quipped to me at one stage. He goes, oh, I remember this song from five songs ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said that. Uh, <laughs> well, if you got a formula... You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen the cosmic psychos. So, and you know, when I'm talking about dinosaurs, obviously there's a lot of history and legacy in Sydney. You know, yeah. bands like those Turnbuckle guys that followed you around Japan, they, for example. Oh, uh, they're the psychos. Yeah, you've got those guys get more of a mention than Taylor Swift. And can I just mention, can I just mention Braggy's Over the Moon because Radio Birdmen are going to Adelaide, Adelaide. at the Gov. Oh, no. We're playing so, at Adelaide. Uh, so there's the another Gulf. legacy. There's another Sydney legacy. And, you know, they are, there's... Look, if you look at the family tree of Sydney Rock, where I come from, they're at the head at the, the top of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. Like, everything feeds off it. You listen to the Sunny Boys. There's no Sunny Boys without Radio Birdman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Oh, There's yeah. only boys without King's Clip. So, oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but, <laughs> another, just another surf rock band. It from is. Sydney. That, 
That's exactly right. But they, but I remember when they came down, they were already good. Gee, they were good yeah. right from the moment they got here, those guys. And they played in cover bands on the coast, doing that old Queensland circuit thing, that playing mm, yeah. the playroom in front, you know, three nights at the playroom for yeah, 200 bucks. And they, what a venue. And, oh, it, it'll go off at the Gov. That, that's that's a good venue too. Oh, I think. Birdman. Can you make sure, can I get a photo of uh, Braggy in the, mo- the, in the mosh pit for Birdman? I'll be in the mosh pit. I want to get a picture with the band. My plan is to get my uh, Radio Birdman the first that radios appear. Yeah. Which is probably a couple hundred bucks to buy a good copy of that now. Yeah. And then get them to sign it so I can triple the price. Bragging <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, finally John, becomes a capitalist. Yeah, but if you do that, John Needham will be following you around for their cut. That's <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, so so Sydney are definitely reclaiming that mantle if ever they lost it. We're seeing a lot more vibe and energy, obviously, in Sydney, Rossi. I think so. We're seeing, look, yeah, there's, look, a, a small venue like the Mosh Pit, I kid you not, is booked five months in advance. Truly. That's good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I know Maricol Bolo is four to five months in advance at the moment. Yep. Yeah, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of these bands. There's a lot of smaller venues that are churning the same. There's about there's about six venues that have got about twenty five bands running through them all the time. Don't you reckon, Gus? Yeah. Well, I know, the, I know the Duke where you guys played. Yeah, uh, that that's, that seems like a pretty cool venue. There's always seems to be something going on there. They're the guys who run the House of Music and Booze. They're like right. these. Um, yeah, they've got there's. When Mazowak was out, he played at the House of Music and Booze up right. in um, St Peter's there, but they're okay. kind of. They got that. That room's a good room. It, it's a little bit, little bit on the hard rock side. That room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which yeah, nothing That's wrong with right. that. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I yeah. Like that. You go anytime you go see a band there. It's full. There's always people in there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I, there was well, one yeah. we played. Yeah, good place. We like that one. So yeah, I what, think. What What else is there? Well, there's the whole King Street strip with about eight or so places. There's the the Lady Hampshire's just reopened, which is down. Just on Parramatta Road, a little bit out of the city. Okay. There's some. Um, there's there there's yeah. There's a whole bunch of those small pubs in the, like the the Chippo and all that sort of mob of hotels as well. They're getting like they got 100, 150 rooms. You think hundred and fifty seater rooms? Yeah, at most. At most, and depending on the type. Like I, I know a guy who is a like a. A soul singer who's come down from Canberra, and he played there. I know another metal band that's played there, and Angus sees a lot of these hardcore bands mm. that are playing at this room as well. They, who'd you see there the other night? Um, what, what room? The Lady, Ham- the the um the Chippo or the Gladstone, one of those ones. It was yeah, Lord Gladstone. I saw my friend's band called Our Mutual Friend. They're <laughs> a hardcore band. And I saw a band called Liquid Zoo who were quite Rolling Stonesy, and I, I was quite I actually liked them okay. quite a bit. But you know, there's people jumping around. There's you know plenty plenty of uh, buzz around some of these shows sometimes, and uh, it's good to see. You know, yeah. um, a, another little facet of it I just thought about is that you know those old pubs like we talked about Bondi Lifesavers and and Sleeves mm. and stuff from the eighties. It needed to be a big room. It needed to be a big stage just because of the fucking PA. The PA is oh. so fucking big, whereas now it's much smaller, yeah? Well, the so, gear the gear's as loud but smaller, right? Yeah, yeah. so there should yeah. be more. You know, there's more. 
Jeez, we used to take Let's giant play. PAs in places. We we yeah. sometimes get booked. We get booked to play a really small room. We get booked to play a really small room. We we turn up with our truck, and and we would always take it as a matter of pride that we were going to take every bit of equipment we had in and make that room. And we used to refer to it as megaring out. We would take all <laughs> of our equipment into those rooms just to teach them a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and we would take everything. And so you'd walk into the room, and from one side of the par to the other side was PA. There'd be a gap where a stage uh, was. Then there'd be PA deal and a full light show. We would have a great, and it would sound great. I'd really enjoy doing those yeah. shows. <laughs> yeah. And you still get a big kick from it. Hey, um, so Sydney's back where it needs to be, and it's great to hear. Great to hear some energy and excitement in the place. Hey, Braggy, yes. let's finish off that trivia. Righto. What's the score? Again, um, four three. Four three. Okay. Are you ready? So, how many questions have we got? Um, no. <laughs> there is there is one, two, three, four, five more questions. But there okay, is. Let's go. I hope there it's not is. like one of those Donald Trump cognitive tests. <laughs> no, one of them's pretty tricky though. Okay, okay, here's I'll start with this one. Ready? Finish yep. the names of these musicians. Ready? There's going to be five of them. You ready? BB, CC. Oh, oh, gee. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with this version. DD. Yep. Oh, yeah. JJ. And LL. <laughs> What's the second last one? Second last one. JJ. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Okay. Next question. It's one of those ones. Who? Who? Who is? Who is Kelvin Broadus Junior? Well. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> that was a lovely stereo sigh, boys. <laughs> okay. I hope our listeners enjoyed that. <laughs> okay. Who sang these songs? Ready? Okay. Get your freak on. Thanks, uh, you're allowed to help you, Dad. Super, <laughs> super freak. Oh, yeah. Le Freak. Yep. Oh. Yep. Oh. Freak on a leash. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just freak. Oh. <laughs> I give those two to you, Angus. Okay. You're getting you're getting a real perverse pleasure out of doing these trivias, aren't you? I fucking love it. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. We've got two more questions uh, to go. Each worth each they're each got five little things, so they're five points each, you know, okay. one point each five. Uh which teams do you associate sporting teams do you associate with these people? Okay. Rod Stewart. Uh, which teams? Yeah, sporting yeah. teams. And combining yep. my two loves. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor yeah. Swift. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. 
Flee. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no idea. Molly Meldrum. Um, that's that's your mob, isn't it, Braggy? Oh no, it's not. And the last one is Billy Joel. The piano man. Okay, then there's one more question. This is my yep. favourite. Yeah. I don't get this from anywhere. I make them up, by the way. Yeah. So you know. Okay, so this is cryptic bands, okay? So, like, if I was going to say uh, the tumbling rocks, that would be the Rolling Stones. Stones yeah. So okay. you understand what I'm saying, what we're going with this, okay? Okay. These are all Australian, too. Yeah. And all from Sydney. Except one. Okay. Stalkers and accumulators. Oh, easy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Artists and stevedores. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Angus is good at this. <laughs> and that might have just been the non-Sydney one, right? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's a Sydney one. Are they from? Oh, no, no. I think both of those. I think both of them aren't. That's another mm. story. Okay, doesn't matter then. No. <clears throat> 12, 12 o'clock lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a Sydney one. <laughs> oh, ew. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Docile antelope. And the last one, this is my favourite, lupus childbearer, L-U-P-U-S, lupus childbearer. Might need to know a little bit of Latin for that one. Or you might need to be a Harry Potter fan. Got no idea. Okay. All right, so, so to our, yeah, to our listeners, um, make sure you take note of, of your um, how many you get right, and let us know if you if you beat Rossi. It's easy to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was BB King. Yes, yes, famous famous American blues guitarist CC Deville, guitarist yes. for Poison. That's him. I got that. Well done. I nearly got CC Ryder as well, but I went CC Deville. Yeah, I actually went CC Wells because I'm sure that there was a artist back in the early '80s in Sydney, but I won't go there. I'm not sure. Well, if there is, I don't mind giving it to you. No, that's all right. No. Dee Dee Ramone. Dee Dee Ramone. That was yes. my order. Yeah. JJ Kale. Oh, I had JJ Burnell. Oh, okay. From the Stranglers. Oh, okay. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Point and LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was Sydney. No, they're not all Sydney. Oh, yeah, BB King. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, famous <laughs> Sydney artist. Okay, Kelvin Broadus Jr. Yeah, and you can see why he changed his name. Yeah, is Snoop Dogg. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, couldn't get it. I knew it. I knew it. Wow. Okay. Get Your Freak On is by Missy Elliott. No, I didn't have that one. Get Your Freak On. 
Super Freak is by Rick James. Rick James. Rick James. Le, Le Freak is by Sheik. Sheik. Le Freak. Nile Rogers, baby. Yeah. Freak on a Leash is by Corn. Remember them? Yeah. Oh, we hear about them. We hear them here a bit. I love Corn. Okay. I just remember listening to the bass in that. Angus, it's like it's like tuned down to D. It just flaps around that. Yeah, that's that great. Bottom string. And uh, Freak is by Silverchair. Silverchair. Yes, of course. Okay. Rod Stewart is a massive Celtic United soccer uh, fan. I had Rangers. I couldn't pick which one it was. It's in the song. Celtic United, baby, I've decided you're the best team there's ever been. <laughs> Taylor Swift goes for Kansas City Chiefs because her boyfriend plays for him. I love yeah. it. I love a little bit of the TikTok where all these right-wing dickheads in America are going, oh, They're losing their mind. I'm not watching football because it's all it is is, is Taylor Swift. And this guy did the maths. He's like, over a three-hour show, it's like 14 seconds of Taylor Swift mm-hmm. over a so three-hour game. I've been seeing some videos today that they're saying that that, that it could be a, psy- a psychological operation to get Biden yeah. over the line. They're losing their mind over it. Oh, that's like, crazy. The, the, the girl's just saying, register to vote. That's all she's saying, register to vote. I know. Oh, and the, other one, the other one I thought was great was this, some guys going off about, um, <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, she writes all these songs about guys that that, that, that that get dumped and stuff. What if this guy dumps her? And the guy goes, well, she's a billionaire. She'll probably buy the team and move them to England. <laughs> well, that's the risk with songwriting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Flea goes for the LA Lakers. Uh, okay. Okay. LA boy. They, every song they wrote was about LA, wasn't it? California. Yeah, it's true. Oh, California. Uh, Molly Meldrum is St. Kilda. Yes. Could be number one see, see, I've got him down for Melbourne Storm. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, my daughter said that too, so I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I'll he's, give it to you. Yeah. <sighs> Billy Joel is a massive New York Yankees fan. Yankees. All right. Yeah, I, got I got that one. Okay. Stalkers and accumulators are hunters and, hunters collectors. and collectors. Artists and stevedores. Painters, Painters and, dockers. and dockers. Well done. 12 o'clock lubricant. Midnight, Midnight oil. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, docile antelope. No Tame impala. Oh, ah. good. Very good. Thank you. And That's lupus childbearer. Now, Don't lupus know. is a wolf. That's wolf, wolf mother. mother. Oh, good work. No worries. So, fans, listeners, let us know what you scored. So, I think it was all together, it was out of. 10, Not counting the, the Sydney uh, venues, 5, 10, 50, 21. I got 15 out of 21. I got eight. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad, Curly. Well done. Well done. Angus, let's talk pocket watch. What's happening <laughs> in the pocket watch world? Yeah, so big year in 2023. You're happy with where you're sitting? Yes. Oh, like right now, physically? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can move. No, um, no well, yeah, it was fun. Um, in my opinion, we haven't done anything yet. That's kind of the way to think about it. Um, uh, something Dad's said to me is uh, you might play a show and get 400 people there, but there's like 45,000 other people in the same city who didn't go to your show and don't know who you are and don't care. Mm. So it's a good way to think about it. 
Um, but no, yeah, it's cool. We got a record out, so you know you can check that out on Spotify and stuff. Uh, obviously, we got a music video coming out to uh, the third one for that record. Um, and yeah, we got you know coming up on the horizons probably another conquest, but I won't say what. Okay. And <laughs> still writing Angus, you got more songs in the works. I've uh, probably got about forty. Excellent. Because that's yes. the way that's the way to get a hit. Yeah, just keep doing. I mean, I I just I think I uh, I watched something or read somewhere that the Beatles wrote a song every day, and I was like, well, that's cool. I'm gonna try and do that. And you go insane after a while because you're like, ah, it's really hard to do. But it's um, yeah, I think it's the way to go. It's like anything. I think people attribute this sort of mythical, magical element to songwriting. They're, oh, mm. just calm, man. It, but it's like, no, it's like anything else. you got to no. do it a lot to be good at it, I think. Exactly. You play guitar every day, you become a great guitarist. You write a song every day, you yeah, become a great songwriter. What, what do you yeah. think, just to be, if, you, if, you, if you're critical of yourself, what do you, what do you think uh, is the, the hardest part for you when it comes to song? Is it melody? I, I know your lyrics are fantastic. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Really? No, I like um, your lyrics a lot. Yeah. Oh, thanks. No I um, I think the hardest, yeah. the hardest bit is um, I, I try and do something a bit different with every song. I don't like writing the same song fifty times, which I have done. Yeah. Uh, and it's not as rewarding, but I also it's a, it's a hard um, sort of line to toe writing something that's new um, but doesn't feel like, oh, I'm just doing something different for the sake of doing something different. It still feels like a song that's sort of true to me, um, which yeah, is kind yeah, of hard. Yeah. I mean, I find myself sometimes thinking, oh, but people might not like it. It's like, well, you got to kind of get out of that mindset. But it's still important to think about. So there's so many things. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a rough process for me when I, I write. I, I'm not, I don't really take too much pleasure in it. But it's important to get out, and it's necessary. I think. Yeah. So do and, you write? Do you write by yourself, Angus, or do you have people that you join in with? Um, I'm. I find myself quite controlling, so I can't do it. I I love my boys. I love Jamie. I love Sam, but I just I don't know. I have to. I have. If I get an idea, I have to flush it out fully, um, just yeah. in the moment, or or it won't happen. It's it's just. You know, I, I, and so I'll be in the garage and I'll stay in there for a couple of hours just to get a whole song down and then I can give it to them. And then, yeah, so it's all me. I guess with just the three-piece band too, that, that is hard to come up, like you said, you said before, you, you try and come up with something new and a new, a new thing. That That's hard with just three pieces. not impossible though. So mm. have you listened to, like, what, what th other three-piece bands would, you, would give you influence, do you reckon? Um, well, I try not to really let, uh, that affect me too much because all I listen to is really four piece bands like the Beatles and, and Foo Fighters okay. and stuff. Uh, because I find, um, you know, really it's about the songs and, 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 and I'm not trying to do too much sonically different because I think it, you know, that yeah. that's kind of been explored to the furthest reaches we can really go. I mean, uh, everyone always says that and then someone else happens, but sonically is never really my problem, which is where another guitarist would, would come in. It's really just the song writing and getting the songs to be cool. And I think you can do that with, 
you know, just a, an acoustic and a voice. So yeah, um, I, I mainly just try and keep it really minimal. So then adding a drums and bass sounds insane. It, it really elevates it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try and keep it small. So I mean, ACDC would do the same thing. They'd play every song on piano, every ACDC song to, to see if it would translate. And I think there's something to that. Oh, absolutely, for sure, for sure, for sure. There's so much you can do with just the three piece. But you think of bands like The Police and how different they sound to say to say some other, you know. Yeah. The only thing is, I'm not, I'm not a very good guitarist, so I just stick to. Open <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just say, oh, I'm a, I focus on the songs. I'm not. <laughs> actually, I had another question too. I know I'm hogging the questions, Curly. But I actually had another question that I'd written down today. That I thought it'd be good to ask Angus, seeing that. Uh, the old the old boy works for Fender. Yeah. What 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 would be your what's your dream guitar? Me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well. Oh God, I've kind of already got it. I've got my my Orville Les Paul Custom, which I love. It's my baby. Yeah. And I think um I used to be very very uh into the material thing of guitars, like oh I want a new one and I wanted. But I think it's just yeah, yeah. whatever you feel good with, whatever you like, and, and right now it's my Orville. So I guess maybe a Gibson Les Paul Custom in the future if we have uh, an endorsement, but only if it was given to me for free. I would like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, about, what about a Platinum PRS? Oh, yeah, that, that was my thing. That was my Ooh. sort of Excalibur for a long time because of Daniel Johns and um, – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We came yeah, so really close to it. getting one too. There was a guy in the States who had one. Right, and we'd yeah. always talked him into getting it to us. What we'd organized it that this guy was going to freight it to Angus's auntie in Texas. She was going to repackage it. Angus's uncle here is a customs broker. He was going to get it freighted over here, and the guy just got cold feet. Thought it was all a bit too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not meant enough. to be. Yeah, it's not nice meant to guitars. be. Wow. Yeah. No, the, I mean, I think uh, PRS are cool, and they're nice tools to use for a professional sort of live environment but i don't i don't think they got the soul you know no i don't i agree with you i agree with you they're more like a you think you'd use it in a studio the prs yeah it's a tool that doesn't go out of tune they're kind of they're they're a little bit because they remind me of a guitar from like the future that's kind of how i think of them yeah okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) so angus what was your um favorite gig of 2023 because i know that you Um, supported a couple of uh, bigger, bigger names coming into Australia. One at short notice, for example. But um, what was your oh, yeah. favourite gig? My favourite gig was probably well. See, I I measure what I like about a gig by the crowd because that's the most important thing for me. Yeah, favourite. I mean, I really liked the EP launch that we did because people were just super into it and they knew all the words and stuff, which is really cool. Mm. Um, I think uh, maybe, maybe one of my favorites is Metro Theatre because we were playing to some people who were quite young and it was like their first time ever really being to a show and I think that's really important that we were that band for them, like their first band they'd ever seen live. And, um, yeah, it was just fun. And also Metro Theatre is like a huge, huge yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. mm. But, um, yeah, anything where the kids get into it and they jump around, I, I just I adore it. So it's all good. Too. Excellent. Um, Rossi's shared a couple of clips that you've done with some of those, um, I think, sounds of Sebcon. Is that a thing, mm, Rossi? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and the song Entwined, and 
I'll probably edit the song in in post edit for this, but um, that's a great little song. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank you. I, it, it's really Beatles esque, you know. Yeah. So, is that where the true influence for that song comes from for you? Uh, no, it's, it was actually. I was trying to write a, an Oasis song. I was trying to rip off a, a nameless Oasis song that I won't. That's uh, kind of about. the same, though. Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were trying to rip the Beatles off, kind of. Yeah, exactly. You know, that was a big influence. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I wasn't ripping from the source. I was ripping someone ripping the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, and can, then it you can't right. steal from a thief, Angus. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to this rightful owner in a way. That's but, right, that's, but that song will make its way under this year's EP, won't it? Yes, this year's awesome impossible record that could be happening <laughs> may or may not be. I need happening. a peep of mystery. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> this possible uh, thing. There may or may not be another record this heard, year. I've heard rumors. <laughs> and your people. Speaking about mystery, I've got to really ask: Do you prefer doing music, or do you prefer being a referee for the psychotic turnbuckles? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I've heard of them. I've heard. I've heard of that person. I heard he's really attractive. He's beautiful, smart. You know, Angus. Another <laughs> answer for when there's questions like that. Another great answer for those questions is, I don't think that's any of your business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fix my lawyer first. Yeah. I love them all equally. Yes. Yeah, that's what I tell him. All right. So you mentioned a YouTube. Um, exclusive or a new video being launched tell us what tell us the background of that one uh yeah it's kind of cool because um it was uh you know uh i was in japan for some undisclosed reason um (laughs) and pretty much we found this crossing the shibuya crossing uh and it's like this huge it's like the biggest one in the world and we were like, wouldn't it be cool if I could walk across it for the video? And then I was like, how can I do that for a whole video? And then we kind of formulated this one-shot thing, and, and it came out pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it's in Japan. It's rocking. Do you hate me? I feel like you probably should. Wouldn't blame you. You never thought of me the same way You made me feel good Even when I knew I should be When is that coming out, Angus? 
Friday. So Woo-hoo. if this goes up to schedule, it should be out today. today. So go watch mm-hmm. it. What are you doing watching this video? I mean, <laughs> well, what's going to come back? Because there'll be a link on this video. Scroll, so right now, scroll down. Or if you're on a phone, go like that. There's a blue, yeah. there's this blue text. Tap that. And then, yeah. And then whatever yeah, you do. Exactly. Enough uh, of the old And like it. Go down. <laughs> so the song's called Pinafore, correct? Yes. Tell us a bit about that. What's the song about? <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I tell you what. I try, I try not to tell uh, too much about what a song's about because I appreciate when people come up to me and they have their own opinion or, or their own interpretation of the song, which I think is just as valid as, as whatever I interpreted it to be as I was writing it. Um, and, the, and and they have that, so I, I try and keep away from it. But, you know, it's um, it's about uh, sort of how, you know, you affect someone and, and how that makes you feel and, and you know, maybe there's themes of, of uh, longing, forgiveness, who knows? Who knows? They're all beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's be- beautiful themes, I'm sure. Now, I'm how sure. hard was it to do that video? Because I'm impressed by it just quietly. So, Because <laughs> I've been to Shibua. Yeah, I've been to Shibua. And um, A, I'm impressed that the, the camera work. Mm. But I'm impressed that um, Angus in his role in the video, and I'm quite surprised you weren't mobbed during it. Just quietly. Well, well, what happened is we, you know, we we had to sort of work around that because often um, they would just it would just be hysterical. People would be chasing you around. Uh, you tell them stop. We had to get uh, as soon as the the cameras cut. We had to get into a, a taxi. It got me all the way back to the hotel. I was okay. <laughs> But didn't you have some crazy troop of wrestlers looking after you at security? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd hide them uh, for yeah, that yeah. reason. That was, That's what that I was mean. the whole reason. Yeah. That's what um, I mean. And then I heard they played some sh- – they, they have a band. Uh, I don't know. But, um, Green yeah, Lycra, yeah. yeah. Something like that. But, um, yeah, I thought it was really, really nice of them for how little I paid them to, to look after me. So <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, it was fun. It was fun for yeah, very impressive video. Braggy, you've seen it, haven't you? I have seen it, yes. Yeah. I didn't want to give anything away, though. I wasn't sp- sure we were supposed to give it away that we'd seen it. Are we are giving it away? It's been released this week. It's it's okay. out It's out probably a couple hours ago by the time this is uploaded. So. Yeah. So, cool. Fantastic. So yeah, what cool. can we expect in 2024? You're talking or giving hints of an album. What's doing? Well, yeah, so... You know, we, you know, classically, we're just going to just, you know, give them just enough to get them, get them going, get the, get the people excited. Now, I don't know. Yeah. We're going to have a record, uh, maybe out by 2024 and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that soon. Uh, it's a little bit tempered because, uh, our good, our rhythm section, Sam and Jamie are doing their HSC this year. Yeah. Oh. So we're trying to so we're trying to make sure that we don't load them up too much. Yeah. But of course, if we uh, ask what them, do you need that for? You guys are going to be rock stars. You don't need to worry about school. <laughs> I think that's what they. I think that's what they're thinking, and I'm not prepared to. I'm saying, guys, we'll just keep. I don't want to put you under too much pressure this year. So we'll just do some recording. We'll do we'll do gigs to keep maintaining, and then at the end of the year, you should just leave now. Like, no. <laughs> you should just, just back, up and, cool. back up and go to Tokyo. 
Start yeah, booking exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, we, we, we're, we're going to kind of leave it until they're out. And then by the time we're out, we're just going to go crazy, hopefully. So, Google. Yeah. Right. Did you get to any gigs in Tokyo, Angus? Yeah. When so you were over there on that totally non-related thing? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, yeah, it was quite a, a lot of sort of like underground uh, sort of punky uh, garage bands that played. Um, really interesting. All the venues were like down like really steep stairs and um, you're allowed to smoke in there, which to me is completely foreign because, you know, as long as I've been alive, yeah. I'm able to do that. And it's just this room full of like smoking and like some band playing power pop songs um, that they've that they've learned. It's really cool. We think we heard a, a song that's actually Aussie was yeah, played yeah. by. Hot Generation by uh, The Sunsets, a very famous Australian surf song. And the, the two Japanese bands we saw played that song. Mm, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like mind blowing. And I know, and the lead singer, the, the lead singer from the Sunsets was in a band called Tamam Shad. Oh yeah. Who I've in who I've actually mixed, right? A guy called Lindsay Bier. And like to hear that on the other side of the world, it's like, are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> wow. But it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit of a big deal. It was 1967 surf hit globally, apparently. Yeah. Hot generation, great song. Wow. Yeah. So do you see that as a potential? Do you see that as a potential market, Angus? Because yeah, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, okay. Indonesia, it, India. We, you know, that's the that's the aim. We want to go everywhere. Mm. Um, and I think you know, but Japan does have a big rock uh, a market, um, and and they've got a big sort of power poppy sixtiesy market too. I mean, I saw a lot of. There's so many vintage stores there, which I really enjoyed, and there's a lot of that sort of '60s garage vibe is very prevalent there. Yeah, they so love that, don't they? And the rockabilly stuff too. Eh? A lot of oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The guy dances like that. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all in. Like, yeah, they're just so all like they're committed. They're yeah. absolutely yeah. committed to whatever they're into. They're committed. But yeah. Japanese yeah. people are so lovely, weren't they? They're nice. Yeah. They're nice people. Yes. Yeah, lovely yeah. time. I saw some of the videos out from the Turnbuckles gigs when they recently went over there and, you know, just to see these, <clears throat> the audience just getting involved and mingling with the band, it was just, uh, I'd imagine that there's a there's an opportunity there. So, but, um, <laughs> well, if but, there's an yeah. opportunity for the Turnbuckles, there's definitely an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Japanese, the Japanese people were very, very good to the turnbuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was lovely. Yeah. It really was. Well, they're legends. They're legends of our exactly. of our game, yeah. and and they beat Godzilla after all. So they, we did uh, beat Godzilla. And Angus, when you do go on tour and you do go everywhere to Japan, don't forget to come to Adelaide. I'll try. I'll keep a note of it. Yeah, it would be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd be cool. It'd be cool soon. All right. So I'm just about to start the wind up, but before we do, I'm going to throw to Rossi because we have promised this since last our final show last year. Braggy, oh sorry, Rossi, do you have a backstage story for us this week? Well, this one, this one's loosely a backstage story, and I I may have touched on it off air, but um. I've, I've got a very good friend who um, went and played county cricket in England and he was um, 
<laughs> he he was he, 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 he's a fast bowler. He's very good. He's in yeah, like he's still came back played great cricket here. He's, he was very good cricketer. He's also a good rugby league player. He could have made, been either, but ended up being neither. But um, anyway, <laughs> the the, uh, the the manager of the um, his best mate ended up being a five eight for the Wallabies actually. Right. Oh. Yeah. And 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 he tells a story that he man catted him in a final, and they the two of them came to blows off field. Knew <laughs> 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 you'd like that, Braggy. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but, but mates, the, the the side was managed by a uh, by a club, a guy who had an affiliation with clubs, and he he said, "Do you guys want to?" This guy managed a, an act called Lovelace Watkins, and he said, "Do you want to come down to? Uh, do you want to come to the snooker tonight and watch the snooker?" And my mate's gone. Oh, it sounds like fun. Pot black's a really big sort of thing. So, yeah, you go there and people are drinking, smoking beers, watching the snooker, all this sort of stuff. And he's sitting there and he's he's in there. And there's this big kerfuffle and this, like, this entourage come in and they come in and they park this guy right next to him. And he's turned around and he's looked at this very pale, effeminate young man and then realised he was sitting there at the snooker with Freddie Mercury. Oh. <laughs> and he ended up spending the whole night Drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, and talking to Freddie about snooker. That wow, is just awesome! This yeah. guy, this and guy, then, then, did he enjoy uh, the the movie when it came out, the the, the Queen movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he loved it. He loved that. He loved that movie because he said what he liked about it is how it was very close to the true story. Exactly. <laughs> 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 It's exactly how he remembered Freddie. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So, so, so the bit we didn't want to talk about so it became a leading question from, well done, Braggy. Well done. Well, <laughs> you, you don't have to. You don't have to say. You can. You can, you can do the family friendly version of well, well, what okay, you told so, him. Well, so the, the uh, film came out, and I went and saw yeah. it at the cinema, and um, he, he, you know, I was talking to him, and he goes, oh. Have you, have you seen the film yet? And I said, I did. I saw it last night, mate. He goes, what do you think about it? I said, oh, it was really, really good. Except there was – my favourite bit was the scene where Freddie picked up this Australian cricket player at the snooker. <laughs> <laughs> and his face dropped. He's going, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but I enjoyed doing that. I really did. Well done. <laughs> we, got through, we got there. Oh, great uh, story. Great story. <laughs> Oh, Angus, where can people find you? If um... you can find me on pocketwatch underscore au on mm. Instagram, then we got same on uh, Facebook. It's pocketwatch. P watch music. P watch music. There we go. Uh, then we got a website. If you just type up pocketwatch on Google. Net. Au. Yeah. Uh, you can find us. We got a YouTube. Pocket watch, same thing. There's a link tree which will take you to all of them. We got a band camp up now where you can buy merch, uh, buy t shirts and buy CDs. Merch, too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. thank you. We're we're making more, or maybe we're not. So, listeners, please, please, please (laughs) go and listen to this band. And if if you're in Sydney, go and see where they're playing. Go and see because this is how so many of my friends my age say, Oh, there's no good music around anymore. Well, that's because you don't go out and see. Bands that are trying to promote that style of music that you like, so go and see them, buy it, download it, like it, and then that's what we talked about all night. It'll come back to you. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. So we will have those links in the show notes, Angus, so that people can go check out Pocket Watch. And, of course, the music we've edited in will have the direct links to those on YouTube. So if you've enjoyed this episode, everyone, please like, subscribe, review. Um, We're on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. We got a website, Unfiltered, Undiscovered. Well, Pocket Watch's music is already in our playlist on Spotify, and we will add some more just because we want to. So um, go check out the Unfiltered, Undiscovered playlist on Spotify. Lyrics from the playlist this week come from Jimmy and the Boys. I'm not like everybody else, and it's I don't care to walk and talk like everybody else. I'm not going to walk through life like everybody else. I don't want to run and hide like everybody else because I'm not like everybody else. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the episode, and we will see you all again next week when we feature Lizzie Jack and the Beanstalks from Wollongong. They're back on the show next Wednesday and we will see you all then. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Please welcome to the stage Pocket Watch. Let's give you a round of applause.